Real Talk with Grace Redman features conversations with fierce and fabulous people from Grace's community and circle who inspire others with their stories of overcoming challenges to create amazing. Grace is an entrepreneur and success coach who works with individuals to diminish their negative mental chatter, boost their confidence, achieve their goals, and increase their prosperity mindset. Get ready for a series of Anything Goes Conversations with remarkable men and women that will get you jazzed for life's unlimited possibilities of success, freedom, and fun. Welcome to Real Talk with Grace Redman. Hey loves, welcome to another episode of Real Talk where I get to have real life, raw conversations with incredible people from my circles and communities who have overcome challenges to create fabulous. Today, I am super excited to be here with my incredible guest, Shadia Hanna. Shadia was born and raised in Philadelphia and is a first-generation Palestinian-American. She graduated with a Bachelor's of Science in Chemistry from Villanova University and has worked in the pharmaceutical industry for 19 years. She started as a bench chemist, and as her career progressed, she was promoted to principal investigator and then to laboratory manager. A few years ago, Shadia was motivated to open her own lab. She is now the CEO and co-founder of Origin Bioanalytical Laboratory, a pharmaceutical testing laboratory providing research and development services for new medications undergoing preclinical and clinical trials for submission to the FDA. Girl, you're a rock star. You sound so perfect. Wow. I don't know how you got that. <laughs> That's you. That's all you. Oh, it's so awesome to have you here. So happy to be here. Thank you for having me on, Grace. This is such oh, a great opportunity. I appreciate pleasure. it. Really my pleasure. And I have so many questions for you. It's just <laughs> an incredible journey that you've been on. And Thank one you. of the first questions is, what made you decide to study chemistry? Like science is so fascinating. It just... I would never think of science because my brain doesn't go that way. So what motivated you? Yeah, I think um, a lot of people wonder that about me. <laughs> um, we know Palestinians are very intelligent people. Yes. Um, but I was, um, I've always wanted to be a doctor. I always wanted to help people. It's just my nature. I've always been involved in, you know, if anyone has a problem or an issue, you know, I've always somehow been the one that people gravitate towards. And so uh, growing up in high school, you know, I thought maybe I'd want to be a pediatrician, um, help um, children and, and be in the medical field for sure. Um, you know, I did really well in school in terms of math and science. I wasn't really an English history buff, um, although I, I enjoy history. I just don't retain that information very well. <laughs> like I um, science very well, but I could talk your ear off. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I was more involved in that, but um, I realized as, you know, I grew up in a family business. Uh, my mom owned a bridal shop. And so we dealt with the public a lot. And so as I was in my high school years trying to get ready and prepare for what I was going to study in college, uh, I realized, you know, I, I really didn't want to be hands-on first um, person to be in, in, involved with the public. Um, you know, I didn't really want to have that person to person interaction because I had that through the bridal shop my whole life. Mm -hmm. um, and it was great. It was a great experience and it actually molded my my life really. Um, but it was a it was very challenging to please people. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't want to 
then realized that I didn't really want to be a doctor because I would have to be dealing with the parents, which I had been dealing with in the bridal shop. N not necessarily a great parallel, but you know, there yeah, are some really aspects cool. about it that, you know, oh. you're doing something, you know, happy occasion, trying to make people happy and trying to please them. We were a service business. So we did a lot. Um, but some people you just couldn't please. Oh. And <laughs> so oh. I learned that at a very, very young age. Smart woman, smart yeah. woman. That at a young, no, we cannot please everyone. No. And so I had decided that I wanted to still be in the medical pharmaceutical field didn't necessarily want to be a pharmacist because again, you're dealing with the public. Um, so I kind of went the back door route and said, okay, well, I want to be in research and development, you know? And so I kind of knew like by junior year of high school, like I was going to study chemistry. So, which is, which is incredible because typically, you know, junior year in high school, what we were 16, 17 yeah. years old, and most of us are still just exploring, you know, our adolescence and how incredible yeah. that, at, you know, as a junior in high school, you already knew, like you had yeah. this passion. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it was molded really um, from the influence I had around me. Uh, my parents uh, were both immigrants, you know, and they didn't have college educations. And that, that was really important to them that their children all went to college and got educations and were able to have a career. And so I'm grateful to my parents for, for, you know, believing in us and putting us through school. Um, you know, and we didn't go to, you know, just the, just any school, you know, my parents really wanted us to excel. So they put us in whatever school they felt was best. Um, and they actually, you know, as an Arab live, growing up in the Palestinian culture and Arab society, um, everything was really strict. So, you know, junior year, we weren't really allowed to party and go do things. But my parents did provide, you know, fun and everything on weekends with the Arab community. Mm -hmm. So we were heavily involved with them and we did a lot of uh, activities with them, parties, you know, all within the Arab community, which was wonderful. Yes. Um, but there were a lot of people in that community uh, that I grew up around that influenced me heavily. Mm. And so one, one of the people, you know, aren't with me, aren't with us today, um, God rest his soul. But, he, you know, he actually took me into a laboratory in my high school years and showed me where he worked. And I think that was where it just clicked in my mind, like, wow, I, I do really want to do this, you know. So I think it's just influence that you're provided with, too. For sure. And it sounds like also everything unfolds the way it's meant to, you know, God, the universe, like you had this passion and it brought the right, you know, person, people into yes. your space to help you get to where, you know, you were going. Yes. And, you know, I want to speak to the community, what you mentioned. I think one of the most incredible, um, one of the most incredible pieces of my childhood was being involved in our community, like having mm. that community, having people around all the time. And yes. it does, it takes a tribe, it takes a community. And I know you grew up in Philadelphia and I grew up in the San Francisco Bay area. And let me tell you what a gift our communities are. What a yes. gift to they have are. that privilege to grow up just with so many people around you and so many cousins. So that was, yes. that was amazing. Yes. So you, you knew what you wanted, like he took you into the lab. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Was it that was it that easy? Was it just like, okay, I'm gonna go to four years of college, I'm gonna, you know, become a scientist? What kind of none of it you face? <laughs> none of it was easy because when I told my parents what I wanted to do, they were like, No, you're gonna study business and you're gonna take over the family business, right? Mm -hmm. so, so, tough. So, so tough to walk away from that. Yeah. 
So actually, it was a very difficult journey through college um, because, you know, there, the courses you had to do like undergraduate research. And so, you know, my dad, he's a, an amazing, amazing person and really instilled all this into us, both my parents. Um, but they really wanted me to run the business for the rest of my life. And I knew that's not what I wanted to do. Now, I all through college, you know, went to school. So I commuted. We weren't allowed to live on campus, which is fine. Mm -hmm. um, I commuted, but then after school, I'd go to the bridal shop, go and help out the family business, you know, weekends, same thing. So, you know, I've always been involved with it. Um, I was running the shop at some point with my mom. Um, but it was, it was very challenging because, you know, as the years progressed, my dad's like, are you sure you want to still do this? Are you sure? Because I'm not going to have you go to the Villanova university mm -hmm. to tell me that you're going to change your major. So there was a lot of pressure. Mm. as well. I, I knew what I wanted to do. So I don't feel that I was pressured, but, you know, reverse psychology for him um, mm -hmm. sure. somewhat worked because <laughs> yeah. I was working harder. What yeah. I, and I, uh, I applaud you because again, you know, we're, we're young, we're teenagers, we're influenced, you know, we're influenced um, easily for the most part by our families because they want the best for us. What I love was that you knew what you wanted and you mm -hmm. didn't allow that voice from mm -hmm. the outside to steer you off course. Tell right. me a little bit about that. What helped you stand, you know, in your power to say, no, this is what I want, because it's, it's not always easy to say no to the family business. No. And it's not easy to say no to my father. Yeah. <laughs> and I know he had always good intentions and he still does. He's always had the best of intentions sure. for all of his children. Um, he just wanted to keep us directly on the right path. And that was his way of doing it. Mm -hmm. um, so it was very difficult because he was, you know, we grew up in a strict household. So it, but I guess I just had to prove it to him. So it was a, a point of time where um, one of the biggest challenges was I have to get good grades and I have to succeed in this because otherwise I'm going to disappoint my father, you know? And, um, and I can tell you the day that I graduated, he was like the most proud man, you know, ever. So I feel you know, so emotional just you saying that. What a, what a blessing. Yeah, like he was happy that I actually, you know, stuck with it and and uh, was able to go go get through it and, you know, was going to hopefully one day have a career in sciences. You know, he can go around and, and tell people about that. And I think that he was happy about that, um, but and mostly, you know, happy for me. And I, I did get a job like right out of college you know, at a lab. So mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. I'm going to take a minute because these um, comments are coming through. <laughs> Let's see who's with us. Tammy Cantrell, Johnny. Hello, Tammy. Hey, Johnny. Deanna, Amira. Oh, Amira's on. She should Claudia. be in school. Claudia's with us. Oh, really? She went, that's awesome. Donna, I love it. They're so proud of you. Yes, strong, intelligent. Thank you. Thank you. I, and it just, the energy feels so amazing. So thank you everyone for being here with us because this is just amazing to be able to celebrate Shadia today. So I love, I love the backstory you gave because, yes. you know, you said, you know, this is the, my passion. This is what I wanted to do. This is the career I wanted. And right out of college, you went um, into the lab and you were, you know, you progressed and yes. were promoted fairly quickly. And yes. then eventually you're motivated to start your own business. So you went back to entrepreneurship. Tell right. Tell me a little bit about that journey and what took you from, you know, corporate into being the CEO yeah. of the company. So actually when I was when I was working in corporate, 
when I first got my first job, I was like, oh, this is great. You know, you get benefits, you get uh, retirement plans. I was like, I would never want to open my own business. What was my mom doing this whole time? You know, <laughs> so I never actually thought I would start a business because um, it is difficult. It's very challenging. And, you know, keeping up with the day to day, keeping up with the work, it's a 24 seven job. It's not, you never have time off, you know, weekends were shot for us growing up. Um, so we were always working. And so I told myself, oh, I'm so happy I'm in the corporate world. I don't have to worry about any of that. This is the route everyone should take. Um, so I did that for a long time. Um, and then I moved out, uh, once I got married, I moved out to uh, Sacramento area. Um, it was actually very difficult to find a job here because there's not a lot of biotech out here. I thought California would be great, but it's actually more uh, San Francisco was the place to be. Uh, so it was challenging finding a job in the lab here. Um, but I did find one. It was a small business that eventually went corporate. And um, once that switched into corporate, uh, there was a lot of changes happening. You know, uh, when it was a smaller company, uh, it was more family oriented. Everybody kind of enjoyed being at work. Uh, but with uh, corporate taking over, there were a lot of changes and a lot of demands and things like that. And um, at, at one point, my company that was in the Sacramento area had shut down and moved to San Diego. We had a sister lab in San Diego, so they merged the two together. Um, so we lost most of the workforce. Nobody, a couple people moved down to San Diego. They were asking me to move down. There was, you know, our roots are all based here. We're, we weren't planning on uprooting everyone and moving down there. Um, and so I had run the lab for uh, about a year and a half to two years. Um, training everyone. I had to fly down there, train everyone. Uh, eventually, I actually stayed on working remotely for them. I actually begged the company to keep me because of my clients. My clients needed some data and they needed their reports. And so I, I, I again, it's it, I always treated it like my own business, even though I was working for corporate. Um, so I asked my company, you know, can you just keep me on for a few months? I, I'd like to tie up some loose ends for some of these clients. They really need this data to submit to the FDA. Um, and so they kept me on for a few months on contract. Um, and then I guess they realized that it wasn't working down there. So then they brought me back on and we're like, we just need you to, to run everything. We just need you to have everyone report to you. We need people trained. We need this, we need that. So essentially, you know, I was a, a principal investigator working in Sacramento. And then as you know, the, the company merged, I was then laboratory manager managing it mainly remotely. From home. Yeah. Remotely mostly, which was really difficult. Um, I was up all hours, you know, mm -hmm. making sure everybody got what they needed. Clients got what they needed, managing clients and people. It was, it was a really struggling time. And, and it's basically at that point, I was like, I should just be running my own business. Like this is crazy. <laughs> and, you know, and I also know, cause I know you personally, and you also have a family. Yeah. And so yeah. managing the family and yes. managing the business, you know, the, you know, your position as the manager mm -hmm. and the investigator. Yes. So tell me a little bit how you're even able to kind of get through that time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was difficult. I had, I had my third child in November, 2014, oh, and we were cool. notified February, 2015, that the company was going to shut down. So a lot in one few, a few months. Yeah. Like, so I just was returning back from maternity leave to say, mm -hmm. um, you're going to not have a job in like three months. <laughs> How did you take that news? Especially as a, you know, third baby and just like, like there's so you much know, going on. There was just so much going on. And 
you know, I just try to stay positive and I believe, and I know this is cliche, um, but you know, I believe things happen for a reason. hundred percent. I do. Um, that's cliche. I live my life that way. Yeah. And so I think at the time it was, you know, something that was telling me, you need to get away from this company. You need to go away. And I didn't go away. Right. I kept holding on. I kept begging them, you know, my clients, my clients, my clients, put them first. And I need to continue working at this company. And I, I tried to do that, but then I was only hurting myself. I wasn't really, you know, it wasn't benefiting me or my family. I was, you know, home, but I wasn't home. So mm -hmm. um, it was nice a little bit because I was able to drop off, pick up my kids. Um, but with my, you know, it, it, I mean, he was easy. He was a great baby. Thank God. <laughs> God is good. God is good. Yeah. So he was able to, you know, I was able to manage the work and everything and, and it was great. But, you know, the challenging part was leaving them for a week at a time mm -hmm. with my husband who was working full time, right. you know, and managing the kids. So, you know, we're grateful for the people that were around us to help us through those times. Um, and that's all we can do. But, you know, at the time I had my husband in my ear and a friend of mine calling me in San Diego, I remember, and I was just sitting there in my hotel room, still working after I just was at the lab the entire day training people. And they're like, you need to do this for yourself. You need to do this for yourself. <laughs> it's not easy. I, I believe, yeah. you know, not just as women, but I'm sure men too. It's like, we do mm -hmm. so much yeah. for so many, you know, we want to be there for yeah, everything you know, and everyone. our role in our career. We want to be there for our employees. We want to be there for our families. We want to be there for everyone that we lose sight of ourselves. Yes. And, and then that's when we get depleted. And that's when the, you know, God closes one door. Yes. So we can walk through another because we don't see the sign. I mean, I've been there. There's yeah. so many times like I've known I should I should take a different route, but I don't right. want to point anyone. I can right. do this. I can work hard. I can work late. Yeah. Because I, I was tying it to my worth. And then here comes God. He slams the door. And then, okay, right. now it's time to take it. You need to stop. Yeah. So yeah. what was the point? Where was the point when you stopped? Um, I was at the point where I wasn't even, you know, seeing my family my my immediate family i was just closed in a room or my office in the house all the time i was leaving my i saw my kids kind of uh, mommy's never home i miss mommy you know um my son just he he was he was great but you know i wanted to see him growing up yeah. i wanted because that was my last baby <laughs> so and it is my last baby i'm not gonna have any more so you know i wanted to see him and um the 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 main thing that they were adding more and more. So they had eventually had fired all of the project managers and principal investigators in San Diego. Yeah. And then all of that work came on my plate. So I was literally oh just drowning in work and not having a life and just being exhausted all the time. And it just wasn't worth it. And so I kind of um, went to them and just said, you know what, my contract ends in December that year. And I was like, I'm done. I'm going to Philadelphia for three weeks to see my family and visit family. And I don't want to work anymore. You know, we'll just end my contract now. And at that time, I I, I think I called you because I wanted to start doing like a consulting business. I don't mm -hmm. think I was even on the track of opening a lab at the time. Mm -hmm. um, but they came to me and uh, they and they're like, what will it take for you to stay? And I was like, well, just double my salary. And they were go like, go. OK. Go and I was like, oh, <laughs> But is it always about money? 
no, no. So I told him, look, you can double my salary. I'll be here three more months to train people for you and do what I can. Um, but I really need to move on. Good for you. You know, I really can't, you know, it wasn't about the money anymore. I'll take the money for the three months, but you know, you have three months to get me people. I'll fly down there. I'll train. I'll get them all ready to go for you. Um, but I just couldn't do it anymore. Good for you. And I love how you came back and said double my salary because I'm reading this book by Rachel Rogers. She talks about we could all be millionaires as women. Mm -hmm. And us as women, we undervalue ourselves. Right. We undervalue ourselves. We do. We're afraid to ask. Mm -hmm. And I'm so happy that you just said, you know, I went back and asked for double my salary. Right. I want, you know, our audience to hear that. Like yes. Go back. Ask for what you want. Ask for what you want. You never know. The answer could be no, but you don't know. Yes. So. And and so what if it's double? So what if it's triple? Like where we go back and ask for crumbs? No, no, we get the whole loaf. Yeah. You're worth more. Yes. So, yeah. So I see a question here from Alexandra. So she says, how do you balance your family time while being present for employees and your business? Yeah, it's uh, currently, um, it's, you know, I've made it, I feel like we've built the business where it's manageable. Um, we want that to be manageable because um, I do have partners in the business and all of us have children mm -hmm. and young children, not, you know, and so we, we just try to make sure that we don't take on too much work. Um, we do want to, you know, we are taking on work, but we don't want to, you know, stress the relationship with the client because we're, our, our company is based on customer service. It really is. Um, there's an actual need in the pharmaceutical industry for good people that actually care about their drugs and their studies. Mm. Um, you know, there's a ton of labs out there that can do the job, but those that will focus on what the client's needs actually are and work with them and hold their hands and let them walk through the process is really what they need. And so we, we give that um, attention to those clients. So we can't really take on so many. Um, and we do consulting as well. So there's a lot of, of, of work that goes into each and every client and project. So we try to maintain our business, um, which has been working, but also maintain those clients because they'll just be repeat customers. Absolutely. Um, but we don't take on too much and we'll let them know, look, you know, we're, our workload is full right now. Um, it'll be, you know, this many weeks out or whatever till we can start. And, and sometimes that works for them and sometimes it doesn't, but you, you can't just can say yes to everyone anymore, you know, and move okay. on. I'm 100% with you. And that's how I run my businesses is yes. it's about the relationships. It's yes. about the service. You know, could I have taken on more and done more? Sure. But then what kind of service would I be providing? Exactly. So I love that you brought up that point, which exactly. brings me to another point is um, you said, you know, we say no. So what type of boundaries have you had to put in place to balance, you know, the business? Because you can yeah. grow so fast. Yeah, and I mean, that balance. So what type of boundaries have you had to put in place? I'm still kind of working on those boundaries. <laughs> I don't think you ever are able to fully put them in place. Um, you know, I'm, I can say, you know, we're very uh, social people. And so a lot of that has been cut back so that we can have more time with our family. Um, because, I, you know, I, I'm at the lab every day. Um, so I don't see my kids, uh, every day, but I'm grateful that, you know, my husband's able to work from home. Um, mm -hmm. and so, you know, he's working though, but he's there at least, at least a parent is present. Sure. Um, yeah. And so I'm happy with that. And, and my kids know what I'm doing and, you know, we still 
talk all day long, but mm -hmm. um, yeah. So um, sorry, where was I going with this? <laughs> boundaries, like still oh, boundaries. Yeah, it's been difficult, and you know, it, it's the boundaries are still moving and you know I, we want to have fun and we want to do things and we want to be out there but we know we kind of I don't want to say pick and choose but we kind of only go to events or something that you know are really that we know we're going to be really enjoying it For you sure. know yeah well I think that that is part of boundaries and that's also being discerning with your time and energy because we, we yeah. can't say yes to everything I can't be everywhere yeah like we used to I mean we used to attend every event every wedding every occasion and it's just not feasible anymore with the business and, and keeping the family together and, and in tune with them. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember when my kids were young, again, I had the business and the home and I would get these, you know, you never go out, you never do anything. Well, at that time, yeah, you know, my focus was my family, you know, and my business. Now, did I go out here and there? Sure. But I had to be discerning, which, right. um, which brings me to, you know, a, another question about, mm -hmm delegating oh still working on that too <laughs> well, you know as a ceo and and, and and you know me with my businesses um, i've had a hard time delegating however yeah. and tell me if this resonates with you i recognize to grow and expand my businesses i had to delegate yes. learn to delegate and build a team around me yes how do you feel about that like how are you um, I, have, oh I, I have an amazing team that we work with um, at Origin. Um, our team was basically built around everyone's expertise. And now everyone can kind of do what everyone else does. And that's what we, when we bring people on the team, we want them to be versatile. We want them to learn everything. And it doesn't mean that they have to stay with us. It's good knowledge and good, you know, we want we're happy for people to come in and learn and grow um, so that if they wanted to move on, they have all these skills that we've put in them. But our team from the beginning was everyone had their their part to play and we can overlap. But we had such a strong we have such a strong team that's, um, that's and we put those roles in place from day one. That's um, yeah. And, that's you key. know. And I'm still happy till now to say that everyone we've brought on has those values and and work ethic, and they're all amazing. And we could we can't be who we are and do what we do without all of them. Amen. Um, and as we grow, yes, we do need to delegate. Um, so you know we have to slowly hire, but we we hire for certain things, mm -hmm. um, and you know a lot of it is it's a lot of work. It is. <laughs> Like HR is a lot of work. <laughs> so getting the right people and putting the right things in place for that. Yeah. Time. yeah. And and you said you have an incredible team. And yes. because you're incredible and you're serving from the heart, you know, it is a laboratory, but it's also a heart-based business because yes. you're serving your clients from yes. a place of like you want to take care of them. So I find it just so natural that you attracted this incredible team. Yes. Around you. And um, same with me. I have an incredible team. I, I couldn't, you know, do the businesses without my team. And yeah. like you said, delegating, I think is um, always a work in progress. There's always yes. more we can give away. Right. Um, and again, it's just, you know, little by little we do yes. that. I, I think there's more questions. So let me see. 
Okay. So Juanita says, yes, ask for what you want. I did with my current job when I was negotiating my salary and got what I wanted. Awesome. Good job. Yep. And then Alexandra says, do you hope one day your children will follow your footsteps for all your hard work or do you encourage them to do as they desire? Um, I do encourage them to do as they desire, as I did. Um, you know, I never want to pigeonhole my children into thinking they have to take over the family business. It would be amazing. Um, I do see one of my children that's kind of more science uh, bound uh, eventually. Um, but my other one is, you know, might be part of the business. There's so many aspects of a business that they could do, um, you know, and that could contribute to the business. So, you know, it's really up to them. It's their choice. Um, and I encourage any choice that they make. So. Yeah, I'm, I, I agree. I'm with you. I one of my sons is like, let me take over, you know, your staffing business. I said, you know what? I know that's really not what you want to do. Right. So go find you, baby. Go find. Yeah. You. Yeah. So, and if it, if it ends up that's where he's at, then, you know, yeah, it yeah. Wouldn't hurt. Yeah. It wouldn't hurt. But I know him. I'm like, you're you, you you're going to find yours. Um, so here's a question. Do you believe as women, as mothers, as as caretakers, because um, there's, you know, you don't always have to be a mom to be the caretaker, but do you believe that we can have it all? I do. I do. I think if you, you know, put yourself there, I think you can climb whatever ladder you want to climb. I think you can do what you want to do. Um, I never saw any boundaries as a woman. Um, you know, in my, in my industry, it is, I, I believe it is mostly dominated by men, um, but I didn't let that um, discourage me from what I wanted um, in life. And so uh, I had a lot of men that influenced me, a lot of them that I worked with that are my mentors. Um, and when, you know, you get that respect, you know, you earn that, you earn that respect. So I think if you just Put yourself where you want to be and have your intention in the right path then you know no one can stop you i think you just need to move forward i agree i i, I absolutely agree we can have it all mm -hmm. and sometimes the all may not be in, in that same moment it'll be you know right. spread out like there's times where i'd have to focus on the kids in business and maybe not so focused on um you know my social life yeah i absolutely i feel like we can we can have it all and it can look any way we want it to look Yes, exactly. So here's a question. How do you celebrate yourself? <laughs> yeah, that, that's, uh, you know, I, I am very humble. Um, I, I don't take compliments very easy. And I don't, I'm proud of what I've been able to achieve. Again, I couldn't achieve it with the people around me. Um, I've had so many, so many good, I mean, my husband's my rock, you know, so much good support um, with my, and you actually, through the process, learn who those supports are. Yes. <laughs> um, but I, I don't, I guess, celebrate me um, because I'm still working towards something, I think. I think I'm never really finished. I think I, I, I think I'm still... I'm just starting my, I've started my journey. I'm still in the be beginning stages of it. Um, the company has been phenomenal. Uh, you know, last year, unfortunately, a lot of companies didn't do so well. And, and I feel sorry for all those business owners, but you know, we, we excelled last year. It was our best year so far. So I love hearing um, that. 
Well, yeah. girl, that's a celebration. Yeah, that is a celebration. Yeah, we were happy. There's so many great celebrations along the way. And, and I put that um, question out there to you because I was asked that the other day on another podcast that I was a yeah. guest on. And same thing. I was like, oh, you know, I said, I'm embarrassed to say that I really don't stop to celebrate me. And no. what I want to, you know, highlight to those watching is every day, take a moment to celebrate something that you've done. Yeah. Because it makes a difference. And I think that like, we just want to go to the next thing and we feel like we've never arrived and, and we can always do better. And I just want to, for me, I want to commit to learning to celebrate. Like I love celebrating you and other women, yes. other people. And it's, it's important. And that's for wonderful. Thank you. And it's important for us to learn to celebrate ourselves too. Yes. Yes. We're, we'll learn that at some we'll point. That. <laughs> we'll work on that. Yes. Again, no, I mean, this is great. I mean, this is, you know, I, I feel honored by you to, you know, to be asked to be on this show um, and yeah. to talk about my views and, and answer your questions. And, you know, it's I'm so honored. I'm so honored you. to have you and celebrate you. Thank you. Which brings me to what do you what do you believe is the key factor to success? Um, you know, I believe uh, there's a few things. I mean, you do need to be confident. Um, and if you have a gut feeling on something, just go with it. Girl. <laughs> um, and if you ever work with anybody in terms of a partnership, I would say, you know, look at it as you're approaching a marriage, you're marrying these people mm. that you're partnering up with and it, and remember that it's for the long haul. So, um, just, yeah, treat it like a marriage uh, and make sure you have the right people surrounding you. Um, I think influential people around you is is the key um, to success and being around people that are happy for you and want to see you grow and want to see this. You know, you've got all those people that, oh, I can't believe she's going to do that. Well, that's not going to go very well, you know, right. but um, right. you just have to block that out. Yes. You can't yes. listen to any of that. And I really love how you brought that point up because as I was reading um, Rachel Rogers' book the other day, she talked about, and I've heard this before, she talks about you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. Where are you spending your time? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Right. It's a good, and, a good thing to ponder. It really is. <laughs> and then the other piece that you just mentioned was you're right. You're going to get noise from outside and the mm -hmm. noise is going to be, you know, can you do this? Do you want to do this? Why? Yeah. And it's, it's not that people are, you know, always haters. It's no. just that they're projecting their own insecurities and beliefs. Mm -hmm. And how, how do you, you know, how do you block that out? Yeah. You just have to, you just have to, yeah. You just have to learn, you know, if you believe in something and you believe you're going to do something and you have that gut feeling, just stay on your path. Don't listen to the negativity. If the negativity gets too much, you just need to walk away from it. That's right. Just just That's don't right. confront it. Don't be near it. Right. Yeah. And, and the point of the gut feeling, um, I can that I can speak to that because there has been times in business and in my personal life mm -hmm. where I have this feeling mm -hmm. and I overrid it because I wanted to be nice. Exactly. And nice. <laughs> I didn't want to feel like I'm going to hurt someone. And I, I moved forward ignoring yeah. my gut feeling. And then I was, you yeah. know, pointed or put into situations that I had to get myself out of. So yes, he, one of the key factors to success, your gut does not lie. Yes, 
That is true. And so, you know, being the CEO of the company and and managing so many different moving pieces, because being, you know, the CEO, yeah. there's like you're overlooking everything, like you said, it's not easy. Mm -hmm. um, and having the family, what's part of your self-care routine that helps you stay grounded and focused? Because I know you're, you're laser focused, girl. I am. Um, so one thing, I guess, I mean, I have, uh, I actually, because I, I had a lot of difficult difficulty. I didn't know as a CEO when I started this, what I was doing. I had no idea. Um, it actually, um, you know, I, I had a really great person that was just helping me through the whole process. Um, and so grateful for that because I would, they wouldn't have survived without, without that support system again. Um, but, um, I started to meditate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and you know, I know that people like to do that in the morning. I started with the self affirmations. I started listening to like inspirational podcasts, like, like yours, um, what well, was before you started this, but you know, similar to what you do now, which is amazing. Um, and it really does help people. Um, and so I, you know, there was a couple of them, that, you know, I would get nervous trying to even, um, I, I was tasked with finding clients, you know, and luckily I had a lot of past connections that, that people remembered me. And so I was reaching out to them, but, you know, I had to have conference calls and all of that. And, and so I get nervous and, you know, cause it's my own business and I don't want to screw it up and I don't want to lose. And I, I let everyone down, you know? And mm -hmm. um, so I just had to put myself in a mode of, I can do this. Um, so it was positive affirmations in the morning. I actually did my meditation at night um, before I went to bed. Um, and actually I had a commute, I had, I commute to work. So it's about a 40 minute commute each way. And um, a lot of times in the morning was when I got my inspirational podcast or something in um, on my way to work and on my way to calm myself, ground myself so that I can get through the day. Um, Cause there was a lot of things going on in the beginning. Uh, a lot of things thrown at me, never expected. Um, don't really want to talk about them. <laughs> I shouldn't talk about them. Um, <laughs> Whatever you want to talk about, girl. It's all right. Um, but you, you are, I never thought I'd be in the position that I was in at the time, you know, cause there were sometimes in the beginning of that first year of opening that business, um, you know, that I just thought we were done. Like our investment was gone. We just got to give up and walk away. Um, and so there was, there was a lot of times where I, I just was going through like, what do I do? What do I do? What, you know, and I kept saying like, this is going to work. You know, we got to get rid of these people that, you know, we, it, it's gonna, it's going to work. And unless we have the right team in place right now, it's not going to work. So there's a lot of things that we did. Um, a lot of things that I had to put myself in the right state of mind. Uh, and my family was, was great the whole time. They supported me. Um, my husband especially was there rooting me on the whole time. You can do this. Don't listen to anybody. Mm -hmm. Don't let anybody bring the business down. You built this, you fought mm -hmm. for it. You, you know, you did this, you keep it going. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we did. And so, I mean, I had a lot of help that I needed. Um, and I think the best thing I did was ask for that help. Mm. Um, it's not always easy. However, you bring a point. The best thing I did was ask for that help. 
And yes. you stayed in the mindset. Yes. You stayed in the mindset that even though, which is so powerful, you said, even though like my, our investment was almost gone, but I knew like this was going to, I was going to make it, we're going to make it. This is going to work. Yeah. I, yeah. I just kept saying it's going to work. And so no matter what we have to do, this is going to work. <laughs> so, and, and I believe that, I mean, mm -hmm. I, you know, I believe in the, you know, I believe in those, those laws. Like if I, right. if I believe and I know it's mm -hmm. going to happen, those possibilities are going to come my way. Right. And everything, I mean, since day one, when we were starting the business, even though we had troubles, everything else, like when something happened, something else good would happen. Amen. And it just fell into place. Yes. It was so unexpected a lot of the time. I mean, like we were trying to find somebody to set up our IT network, which is, has to be super secure because it's, you know, FDA regulated. And so somebody had to do all that. So we were in the middle of bidding all of that. Um, and then unfortunately my husband ended up lose uh, was going to lose his job because his boss had passed away mm. um and then his brother had decided to close that business but john was the it um network you know engineer there and all of a sudden we had all of the equipment we needed at our fingertips at a discounted price and we had the knowledge and background of somebody who could set the infrastructure up for us you can't, you, know, you, can't just can't. <laughs> you can't make this up. You can't make this up. That's the universe. I mean, it just flows. It, it works. It just flowed. Like yes. we didn't have the money to go and pay that IT contractor or buy all that high expensive equipment, you know, but I love this. I mean, unfortunately there was, you know, my husband lost his, lost his job, but gained a different one. But right. then, but then we got all of the equipment we needed for a discount because we couldn't afford it at that time because we were just spending money without making anything, mm -hmm. you know, and that's a lot of times how businesses go. Sure. <laughs> so. And, and you know, like we said, God closes one door, he opens another and yeah. always close. And yep. I truly believe, I truly believe when we stay in that faith, when we know, okay, it's going to work out that those possibilities come. Yes. I also believe when I go into the victim mode and mm -hmm. into the negativity, those possibilities don't come they don't come or they don't come it is true so i love that you brought that up and i want that yes, to resonate you know with our audience i do too i mean you have to remain positive i know it's i, I mean i can say and i'm sure you can we've gone through so many difficult situations or um many many difficult situations and you just have to stay positive and know what your path is and i know that's difficult for some people yes. to, to know but you know, you can talk to someone about it. You can talk, find a friend or find a anyone that you know. You can just navigate through that because really, people th that really um, inspire you or you know are are they're willing to help. You just Absolutely. have to find the right people. You have to be around the right people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, and I love your point. Yeah. I mean, I've been through so many, you know, difficult times and sometimes not that people make fun of me, but they're like, oh, you have rose colored glasses on. I said, listen, yeah. I'm straight up effing aware. <laughs> I'm aware. Yeah. And I know what's going on, but I'm making a choice because I know if I choose to stay positive and stay in gratitude, the possibilities and opportunities are going to come my way. Yes. So um, I don't have rose colored glasses on. No. <laughs> I choose to um, stay positive, but there's more questions. Let's see. Oh. All right. So Maria says, as a CEO, how do you keep in touch with your employees and continue to make sure your culture is still being practiced? That's a great question. Um, I'm actually there on site every every day, mostly every day. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I like 
communication. So communication is the key yes. um, to a successful business. Everybody needs to be on the same page. We try and keep everybody on the same page. Um, and I actually, I don't consider myself when I'm there as the CEO. I'm a colleague. I'm working with my colleagues. Mm -hmm. And so I'm doing what I need to do from a day-to-day -day perspective. Um, yes, I have all the corporate stuff that I work on on the side, but I don't mix the corporate stuff with the actual day-to-day -day functions. Um, so yeah, I keep that completely separated so that my employees feel like I, I'm an equal. Um, and you know, my partner and I are equal. So uh, we all work together as one unit. And if anybody has an issue or a question, it's all open conversation. Um, communication, I think, is the key. I, I love that answer. And, and I agree. Communication is key. Mm -hmm. And same thing. It's like with my team, um, I feel like we're equal. And there's things that, you know, they support me a thousand percent on that I couldn't even do myself, mm -hmm. which brings me like, I love what you said. It's like, we're, we're all together. Um, mm -hmm. I love this book, The Go-Getter. And you just, that's a principle of the book. The Go-Getter mm -hmm. is, you know, the CEO, there's no difference between the CEO and, and, you know, the jan janitor. There's nope. no all everybody's the same so, we're all doing the same thing towards yes. the same goal I love um, that. Yep. yes the same goal the same yep. goal so tell me what do you like to do in your free time i like to do in my free time it's what just watch movies <laughs> i don't have too much free time but when yeah. we do i mean i love movies i could just watch movies any movies kids movies adult movies whatever like it's just yeah. we love movies so that's a really bond good bonding time for me and the family and um my husband actually we have a he built a movie room so it was nice. great because during covid we couldn't go to the movies and i'm not i don't like going to the movies they love going to the movies but i love watching them in the comfort of my home for sure so uh that's one thing uh you know just being doing stuff with the kids doing yeah. stuff with the family because yeah. i don't feel like i spend enough time with them during the week even though i'm here every day but you know yeah, for sure. I love that. So, and for anyone who's watching who has that entrepreneurial mindset mm -hmm. and wants to start a business, mm -hmm. wants to be their own CEO, what's one word of advice you would give them? One word of advice to give them. Um, I would say just be confident in your decision. Confidence, I think, is... A big one yeah for sure yeah. just believe you just believe in yourself yeah you can do it you can do anything yes yes i never thought i'd be a ceo of a lab <laughs> i mean incredible incredible story and yeah. just how so inspiring and yeah. so many beautiful nuggets of wisdom today thank you. thank you so much thank you for being here and shining your light and inspiring us and Thank just you, Grace. You, know, you inspire us every day with what you're doing. I mean, this Thank is an amazing podcast. I've listened to every episode. Yeah. Everyone you've had on has been just, and it's just good to listen to that. Even if you're already in a positive mindset, um, if you're not, definitely listen to Grace's podcast. Everyone has a different story and they're everyone all inspirational. Has, everyone yeah. has a different story. And every, like you said, everyone's inspiring. Everyone created fabulous and so many different ways and it's just an honor and a privilege for me to be here with you and the other incredible people because um we have some we're so blessed to have some really really amazing incredible talent 
in our community. And I am blessed that I get to highlight and celebrate all you incredible people. So it's amazing to be here with you today. So if someone in my audience is watching and they happen to be in the pharmaceutical industry, mm -hmm. how can they get a hold of you? Um, you can, uh, we have our website, uh, www.originbiolab.com, all one word. Um, and uh, you can find me there. Uh, my email's on there, but my email is shadia.hannah at originbiolab.com. Um, you know, and, and you can just email us or, you know, I think my phone number is probably on there as well. So feel free to contact us if you have any questions, whether it's, you know, laboratory related or just business related. I'd be happy to talk to anyone about challenges that you're facing or things that you need to overcome. Um, I've got a lot of experience. So. <laughs> and also um, we will um, have all of your information at the end of the podcast and the links for everyone to reach you if they weren't able to get it um, today. So Wonderful. thank you so much for joining us and for thank all you. of you listening and watching. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for being here with us today. I really appreciate it. And if you enjoyed our podcast, please feel free to share it and rate us. We would really appreciate it. Until the next time, make it a fabulous day. Take care. Thank you. Bye, guys. Hey, love. Thank you so much for listening today. I am so grateful for you. I'd like to show you my appreciation by gifting you a free forgiveness self-hypnosis audio download. Part of living the fun and fabulous life is practicing forgiveness. Forgiveness can be such a long and challenging process. My intention is that this forgiveness audio will help you in practicing forgiveness, especially with yourself. Grab it by visiting daretoachieve.com backslash forgiveness. For more inspiring tips, make sure to connect with me on social media. Drop me a line on Facebook or Instagram at Grace Redmond Dare to Achieve. Until next time, keep moving forward towards living your fabulous life.